Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown Spooktacular Episode 306. Wow. We're getting real spooky in the month of yep. October here on the podcast. Yep. Uh, this is the B-Movie Breakdown. I'm Corey. Yep, that's Pat over there. Pat hey. is... Nick's chilling out in the right-hand side of my computer. There you go. That's Nick's where Nick's over there. Pat's over there. You can't see him, but they're there. Mm-hmm. Believe can't it. See any, can't see anybody. This is an audio R- platform. Ripley's Believe It or Not. Check it no. out. Don't Aliens. believe it, guys. Don't believe it. You know why? Because you can't see, so don't believe it. Look into it. Find out the truth. Wow. We're all John Cena tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Weird. can't see us. But you can hear us, because this is the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and awesomely bad films of the past and present home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck? Each week's movie is revealed on the end of every episode, so you two can join <clears> in on the madness. So make sure you listen to the very end of every episode so you know what the next movie is gonna be. <laughs> Follow us on social media at B-Movie Breakdown. <laughs> Are you all right over there, man? You're a regular DJ today, dude. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Woo. I'm coming in hot. I'm going to get yeah. on the social media. Yeah, yeah Corey. Now he's yeah, a crazy Cor- taxi Cor- guy. Corey Cor- in awesome. the morning. <laughs> I was like trying to be my Wolfman Jack. Oh, hey, no, all you cool cats and critters out there. No, like nobody's ever job. seen uh, American Graffiti. All right. Yeah. Anyways, you can follow us on <laughs> no, social I have. media. That's my problem. I have. I've seen it many times. That's my problem here. Uh, yeah, you can follow us on social media at B Movie Breakdown, especially over there on the gram. Email us bmbpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any movie suggestions or movies you made and you want us to watch or anything of that sort, uh, that's probably the best place. Or DMs maybe over on the gram or Twitter. Or Slide something into like the that. DMs. Slide into my B movie breakdown hole. Oh, man, wow, the whole part <laughs> man, Pat, good really luck. I'm done. Why don't I? I'm glad I watched the zombie movie tonight. I don't that blame was you. Fun. Yeah. Now I'm not going to talk. I'm just going to leave. <laughs> All right, pull I'll, these I'll out. You can't, I can't hear you. Can't hear you. <laughs> you can keep talking. You can hear me, but I can't hear you. Well, he can't hear me. Tell him that he needs to make his plugs right now because, uh, well, I guess we'll just do those for him then. He's not going to do them, so he can't hear. So he can, we can do those plugs for him. Uh, the headphones right, I'll do them. The headphones hey, let's get hairy and scary on uh, what's it called podcast. Uh, <laughs> All right, so... hairy and scary. Is that, that what your is? podcast? Let's get no, let's get hairy and scary. Uh, Nick hosts the uh, Harry and the Hendersons uh, fan podcast. Oh man, it's my favorite podcast. Harry and Scary. Pat, that is a great podcast yeah. that you should start. Yeah, it's all about Harry and the Hendersons. They talk about the movie and the TV show. Well, and Scary is anything else that's supernatural. So it's just whatever you but want. But also Harry. It has to be Harry as well. No, all right. Well, the, sc- the scary part is that the, that they actually found, uh, they actually were able to find the episodes of the Harry and the Hendersons TV show and were able to watch it. That's the scary part. Interesting. Was that well, animated a- or was that live action? Oh, no, it was live action. All right, let's keep talking Man. about this and fuck Nick and his fucking podcast. That that's fine. That's okay. That's okay. I can deal with that. No, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it even existed. I thought yeah. for sure a cartoon. Nope, yeah, it totally existed. They had the same characters, but not the same actors. So there was no John Lithgow and yeah. uh, stuff like that. But uh, same same premise: Bigfoot hanging out with a family. I'm pretty sure. Um, I do remember an episode where there was a girl Bigfoot. And he had like a girlfriend. Harry did. did. They have sex, dude. It was on like Fox or some shit. I don't think they had. So sex. Yes. they definitely had sex, so dude. Yes, mm-hmm. they fucked and they spread some they lies did. while they were uh, climaxing. Oh my gosh, dude! <laughs> the, 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 the new the the TV station is not the same as the news channel. Oh, the moon landing is a hoax. Ah. This is not the. I mean, Harry could that barely was, talk. That was Harry. So I don't that know was Harry, was what was going on. Yeah, but when he climaxes, he's very articulate. Oh, okay. The Earth is flat. <laughs> he <laughs> would know. Space. Uh, he would know. I mean, Big Feet's could be a transdimensional being. Well, I yeah, mean, they're only flat because he's been stomping around on those big flat feet. I don't know. But, I mean, if you want, you can listen to Weird and Feared. It's a podcast what about Monsters, Madness, and Mayhem. Yeah, oh, it's my. a pretty. This is the October. This is the month to be spooky and fun. So you should listen to Monster Talk. And you yeah, guys, listen to every episode of Weird and Feared in the month of October. 
You can you, you do it. There's a hundred and two coming up on a two year anniversary of that show. I'm gonna put you on the spot. When are you gonna fucking make a weird and feared logo um, patch or pin? I need one now. I requested hmm. this before. Pin might already exist. I might be able to hook you up with a pin. What? I was recently telling somebody how you were like big into pins, and they were just like, "What does he do with them?" And I was like, "Put them on hats." I don't. I was like, I think put yeah. them on hats sometimes. Look at I got. I got yeah, I but got you put a, them on hats I a, sometimes. I you probably have more I have pins a than you have hats. Pin hat. I do, but I have a designated pin, pin hat. hat. Yeah, pin hat, like pin that's hat. That's my, my favorite Cenobite, pin hat. My latest one. Oh, that is a good one. Work ethic one. That's a good one. It's a cool yeah. logo. Haunted yeah. Trails, that's a cool logo. Well, yeah, that too. But yeah, I've got a designated pin hat, but I do definitely do have more pins. Sometimes I put them on winter jackets too. That's usually I, reserved for I my uh, Star you, Trek pins. Seeing, yeah, I remember yes. seeing some pins on... Jackets, but yeah, I was telling somebody was like, "What does he do with all the all these pins?" I was like, "I don't know." What are you talking about my pins with, huh? Pins got brought up, and I was just like, "Oh, Pat has a bunch of pins." With who? Who talks about my pins? Jewel at a random with a random stranger. Uh, Yeah, it was the it was the bagger, one of the baggers at Jewel. Now he's gonna come for my pins, dude. Now you've exposed me. He's gonna come rob my house in the middle of the night and steal my pins. Well, I told him where you live, so it helps. Uh, Anyways. Yep. Uh, speaking wow. of uh, spooky things happening at night, uh, like this, for your pins. This week we've gone from a Sleepaway Camp three to another third movie in a in a different franchise. Here, uh, this week we're discussing Return of the Living Dead three. It's the best of the worst. Now, leading up to uh, the our watchings of this movie, I did watch uh, revisit the original and sequel, Return of the Living Dead, Return of the Living Dead Two. Oh, you uh, watched both? I thought you only watched. Yeah, those. I watched both. I thir- I mean, I will always love that. Uh, the first one is easily my favorite zombie movie. Is it? I really, yeah, it's hands down my favorite zombie movie. It's it doesn't fuck around. It knows what it's doing. It's silly on purpose and it hits all the beats uh with the comedy and with the zombiness and the punk rockers and the out of con i mean the two guys who work in like the i don't even know what it, where they keep all the cadavers for medical purposes and everything the older guy and the younger guy freddie who's also uh tommy jarvis from jason lives when they're like slowly dying after being exposed to the gas, the way they react or overreact is so out of control, especially the older guy where he's just like, oh, just like, Dude, he's just like, spoilers. Oh my God. His mind. And, um, Poor Pat. but, but it was, uh, but it's, it, it was good to rewatch that. Cause I mean, I love it every time I see it. And of course I mentioned last week, I think on the podcast that Dan O'Banion who wrote alien, uh, and Total Recall, he wrote uh, Return of the Living Dead. So, um, oh man! But he was not involved in the sequel. Some people were, uh, some people were not. The two of the main characters do come, or two of the main actors are in the sequel, but they do not play the same characters. But they what? play characters that are almost identical to their other characters. What? That's but they're even not more now. confusing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's kind of silly, but that, but the movie's just silly. Actually, the second one is definitely way more comedy than the first one was. Uh, while the first one is obviously very silly too. Uh, the second one has like zombies driving cars and all sorts of stuff like that. So, uh, the second one is, I still, I I love the second one too. Uh, but that brings us to, you know, Return of the Living Dead 3. Um, you know, I've never seen this one before. Uh, actually real quick. If uh, since I mentioned my favorite zombie movie of all time, what is uh, everybody else's favorite zombie movie of all time? I'll say just because it was, I I was very afraid of zombies when I was younger, like terrified of zombies. And it's irrational fear. Zombies, yes, it is irrational fear. It makes sense. Um, no, I agree but, with you. Yeah. But it was the original Night of the Living Dead from what nineteen sixty eight. I saw that movie. I remember watching that movie. Like peering over the top of 
a couch in our living room because we had like a fold out uh, couch behind the couch in our living room because it was a larger living room. So it folded out pretty much right next to the couch that was in the main living room. And I would like peer out over and watch it and it scared the shit out of me. So I'm going to say that's amazing. Even though it's in black and white. and uh, I mean, this is why it would be. This is why it's um, you've, uh, you've given my you've given my answer as a spoiler. Because I would also just have to go with Night of the Living Dead. I would have yeah, to go there as my it's, favorite. It's classic. It's uh, And also it's, well, also it's just, you know, I mean, a lot of, a lot of interesting things are going on there. And then, you uh-huh. know, they. Yeah. And it's like ending. I mean, it's it's ending. It kind of had to like, be a pioneer, too, for like a black. Um, it was. Oh, 100%. Yeah, it was. Uh, character, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and I mean, him, him also, even in the sixties, defending a white woman too, Barbara, when she's there, I mean, I think he's, I think he slaps her, which is probably not a good thing to do. And then the cops shoot him in the head. I mean, spoilers, spoilers Pat. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you were getting all upset about earlier Jeez. off the podcast about spoilers. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah I mean, it's, how, it's just, how can it's, you deny it's, it? no, it goes, it goes at oh, the yeah. heart of the matter and it doesn't get, it doesn't cause it, but uh, it's also a sign of its time. I mean, by the time of the eighties, you know, then the, the universe is ready for Return of the Living Dead, and then it gets all out of control because we've mm-hmm. been there, done that. Well, but especially it's a, by that point, you already had it's a sequel you already, too. You already had Dawn of the Dead, yeah, and then you had uh, Day of the Dead. All good. All before Return of the Living Dead, and <clears throat> uh, so, but uh, yeah, I, I I I love all of those, but I I, I just can't not love uh, everything about Return of the Living Dead. Uh, it's just such a. It just hits in every every beat that I want out of a out of a movie just to get into go mode. But but Pat, I know Nick has seen it, so I won't direct this more towards him. But if you've never seen the '90s remake of the Night of the Living Dead, I highly recommend watching it. It's good. Uh, okay. Tom Savini directed it. Have. It's one of the few movies that Tom Savini actually directed, mm-hmm. and um, Tony Todd is in it, and. Uh, it's, it's uh, very good, and it's it's a re. I mean, it's it's an interesting remake, redoing, but also new and different take, and yeah, yeah. It's, it's a, a good, nice it's a nice addition to the rest of them to have to watch. That's cool. Yeah, it really it, and it's recently out on Blu-ray. I think it came out within the last year um, on Blu-ray. So um, that's a but yeah. But I think it's I think it's a great remake, and it has. I mean, like I said, Tony Todd is in it, and. You know, mainly known as being Candyman, but and then also Bill Mosley is also in it. And Bill Mosley is fucking great and everything. So and, uh, and and Tom Savini does all the makeup and then directed it as well. So it's it's hard to deny. Just from uh, Street alone, it looks like a great ode to the original. Oh yeah, it 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 really is, and and I think I think it's overlooked. I think it's overlooked as just like oh, why would anybody remake The Night of the Living Dead? But it's a it's a good it's a good one there. Uh, but but anyways, we're on to uh, Return of the Living Dead, which you know a lot of people always think like when they see the first one, even just hear of it, you know people always be like, is that like a sequel to Night of the Living Dead? But it's really not because it it has nothing to do with Night of the Living Dead. Oh, it's I mean, it's, well, what's what's the original made by made by one of the co-write creators of the first one though, Mr. John Russo. Is the Him and Bannon. Like it's it's it comes it's the same legacy it follows the same legacy of Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, they, kind they, of. There was a tree. There was a tree that came yeah. off. Yeah, sense. but it, but they give you the explanation as to why everything happens, but it only happens in one small community and not all over the place. In yep. Return of the Living Dead, it's happening in one in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's where it's happening. That's it. Um, mm-hmm. Well, because they mentioned Night of the Living Dead, like it's they mention it in that universe exists as a movie. It's based on real events. Yeah, they do. They do. Men- they do mention. They, yeah, yeah, because they're trying to figure out how to kill the zombies, and they say, like in that movie, the Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. So, um, but uh, but then you you know you get into number three here, uh, Return of the Living Dead, and you're into the '90s by the time this one is made, um, a number of years after the other two. Um, Honestly, this one is interesting. It doesn't. Uh, it's not. Uh, it does not oh, follow. Like, it does not follow the formula of the movies. I feel like it is a sequel in name only. Really, it is. I mean, I it, feel like it, it doesn't follow the formula of any zombie movie. Really, it's got. You know, the, what, 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 it's, what, got it's got. Not, it's got Eternal Living Dead, Toxic Gas. The government has it. That's enough. 
Yes, the toxic to gas, the toxic gas in the government part. That's a but that I'm but that's it though. As far I mean, as far as being like a horror like comedy, that was like the tone of Return of the Living Dead as a as a, as a series sure. for the first two movies. Sure. So it kind of doesn't it kind of breaks away from and turns into a like a romantic horror movie. Because uh, yeah, well, it's a, it's yeah, I'd argue it's the third film. So let's do something different. I mean, yeah. Aliens not the same yeah, movie as been. Alien. No, oh, yeah, so, I know. Um, but the me twice. the and but the only thing is is like they they if they would have mentioned something about the other movies they they do say at one point in time there was a gas leak previously yeah and that's why they kind of like hushed this project into this like super secret air layer whatever but he mentions it was in 1969 which is not when the original movie takes place yeah that's what i thought the reference was to when i checked it i was like i think it was just i think that was just like an error that i mean what year was this movie made yeah, but Night of the Living Dead happened in 1968. So they're, I, I feel referencing, like maybe they're referencing that the was, fake event that the movie was, that the Night of the Living yeah. Dead was based on. Is what I'm I was guessing saying. that's what they were trying to reference, but they just got the date wrong. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is... Otherwise, this is, it was weird. Just Yeah, this is 93. The other ones took place in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it would have been sense if he would have said, like, oh, the gas leak in 1985 or whatever. It would have been, like, a but nice nod to connect everything. Yeah. He was connecting it to the first one, Night of the Living Dead. Because trioxin—that's why it's the '60s. Yeah, trioxin is like the same thing throughout mm-hmm. all all three movies. Yep. Yeah, it's the same um, toxic like uh, chemical that they're that they're doing there. Um, but it seems pretty connected to me. I'm just I kind of felt like I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Did you guys feel like um, Resident Evil was maybe inspired by this movie? It's the same, yeah, it's the same series thing. Of movies? I mean, it's is it Resident Evil inspired by every single zombie movie that came yeah. out before Resident Evil? Well, yeah, Evil but I feel made? like more like, um, and I don't know, I tried to look it up a little bit. There was a symbol on some of the soldiers' arms that was like a reverse Black Widow symbol. It was a red, like, um, I don't know, inverted triangle on top of another when triangle. Was the first, when was the first Resident Evil came out? When was that? 96, 90s, probably. 90s. I mean, the, yeah, I mean, the answer... The answer based on nothing in front of me would be like it'd have to be. I'm like like Corey said, everything that came before is all mixed into those bad boys. Yeah, but I I kind of felt like maybe this was uh. It's similar, very similar, absolutely. And also, this was uh, a Bandai Bandai Visual was involved with this, which I would think would help bridge the gap between American zombie stuff and uh, Japanese zombie stuff. I found that interesting. It is interesting. That's a good find. Um, also, and then Barry this movie, Goldberg for the uh, Goldbergs did the music for this movie. Barry cool. Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Barry oh, Goldberg yeah. did the music for this movie. <laughs> Interesting. Neat. <laughs> literally, literally, the a man named Barry Goldberg did the music for this movie, which yeah. I I tied that to the Goldberg TV show. <laughs> maybe sh- maybe they shouldn't do that, but that's cool. Maybe yeah. yeah. Um, but the but somebody one connection we can make is the director of this film, Brian Usna. He also directed Society. A movie that we previously watched for this podcast. Talk about that a lot. Uh, this do. movie is not we a do. lot like Society. It's uh, it's quite different than Society uh, in a lot of ways. Um, but it's uh, it has some of the, like I guess that you know that one zombie that came out of the tank in this that kind of had yeah. gave me like a Society feel. Yeah, Would you agree, Nick? What the zombie that came out of the tank? Yeah, had like a Society feel to it. <laughs> He did. Yeah, the first guy we see is a mixed human being body. Yeah, he's got a cool effect when he rips in half. It's great. Yeah, Real good. that kind of oh, that, that was my favorite that, effect in the entire movie when yeah. his and, flesh and, ripped off of his skull. I love that. And uh, Brian Usna did also was involved in like every um, Reanimator movie as well. So from the first one all the way to Bride to Beyond, he's involved in all of those. Uh, so. But this is an interesting, uh, I don't know, I, I think I would have liked this movie a little bit more had, um, like, the zombie part, like, how, at the end, when all the zombies are, like, there, and everything's, like, going yeah. to shit, zombies everywhere, I feel like it would have been a better movie if that was going on most of the time. That's uh, what I missed most of this. It was, there was no massive zombie chaos. Because that's we've how, been there. 
Right, we've been, we've there. been there. But that's kind of how two the times. first two are, though, that it just kind of right. gets to the point. But I like that, I because unlike some other zombie movies where, where they do drag, like this one kind of, not this one drags, but like that they do drag things out to you where you don't get a lot of it until later. What One thing I like so much about Return of the Living Dead 1 and 2 is that it's like zombie mode from like 10 to 15 minutes in. It's like 15 yeah. minutes in and it's like go time. We're not fucking around. And uh, I would have liked all that happening and them having to deal with that while also having to deal with like their romance, the relationship and Julie and the Santos gang and everything else. Um, I do feel like I, I, I guess I just feel like this mo- while I enjoyed parts of this movie, I do feel like it was a little a little too slow at times. And, I thought it was totally badass. So and, we have and, a conversation here. It was what? badass. It was this is more personal. So many zombie movies that just wandered. They actually spent time on two characters. One's growing. Like when does a zombie movie give a shit about who's getting attacked by zombies? I'll say I'm Fairly right in the ever. middle of the two, you guys. Like maybe some points, but also very badass. They did. They, they no, they're and like and like the, the Santos gang stuff. I think like, they're wasting my time. But then they become badass zombies eventually. Like, there's a crescendo. It all happens. I, yeah. I thought this movie kept giving me zombies. Ooh, Santos was, was like, one of my favorite involved. zombies. Oh yeah, for sure. Spine in the head. Oh my that god. That was very. Gross. That was very much a Brian. That very much felt like a reanimator society type of thing going on yeah. with that care with that zombie uh, alone. Mm. Um, the, but yeah, I I don't know. I just felt like certain. I guess I once Julia became like or not Julia. I'm thinking Hellraiser. Julie oh, became because uh, Julia is a whole nother beast. Uh, but Julie, it, uh, once she became like Julie uh, in final form, I kind of wish she had been that maybe like 30 minutes into the movie, and then you still the movie still could have hit all the same beats pretty much. But I would have enjoyed more screen time with her as like that. Yeah, it's fun, but this way you cherish it because, like, it's it's. The, I mean, it it chooses its moments for some reason. For the first two being so insane, it chose to pull back for a second. Which for a third movie, I don't mind at all. I don't mind. You know, it, yeah, it's fine that it pulled back a little bit. There's, I guess, I, it's just like I love that first one so much, and then all of a sudden rewatching them. Yeah, it's it's, a, certain, it's a fantastic movie, but it, it, just certain things are like it, yeah. not focusing so much on brains. Like they were just eating like anything. And then sure. the other two movies, like they're just eating brains. And then once they're eating, eating the brains, they move on to the next victim. Uh, though sure. Julie did say brains at one point in time. Though the, the only thing is like, while I say that it's a sequel in name only. And like, I, if this movie was called anything else, I might feel slightly better about it is because one big aspect of the first two return of the living dead movies is that the reason that they're eating the brains is to make the pain go away. Yeah. Oh, because okay. the so pain of being too. dead. So the pain she, of being dead. Yeah. And Julie so, but, kept bitching about how much it hurts. You know no, but I mean? she, she kept, kept saying no, how but, much she hurts. But she kept saying the hunger. But she said the pain made the hunger go away. But in the other yes. movies, the zombies don't have pain. The only pain they feel is an internal pain from being dead. The pain of being dead, and that's what wants sure. and them sure. eating brains soothes, soothes that pain. I would also was, argue Julie, Julie's also more sentient than most, even the ones that can oh, talk. Way and more, radios. way more. She's the emotional connection is what makes her such a different zombie because well, her brain is still intact, I guess. She's like also the she's only talking herself. zombie in the entire movie. She's the yeah, only talking zombie in like the entire series? No, no, no. 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 In the other, the other two movies, talk. all the zombies yeah, talk. talk. Even the most decrepit, like, yeah, they say zombies, it's, I, they think, all I talk. think Santos says some stuff. He's he was saying some things, yeah. but not constru- like constructive sense. No, I don't it was believe. yeah, it was pretty fragmented. Yeah, he was just being yeah, he's being this guy. My biggest yeah. thing with this movie is I felt like the self harm aspect of it was maybe not good for society. <laughs> like she she was hurting herself, and then it would make her feel better. I feel like they could have maybe addressed she's all that. Fucked up. She's for all a horrible reason if she was doing yeah. it for a horrible reason a little more. Yeah, she's I feel dead. like that was she's already dead. Me about the entire movie. Maybe when you're on the back of your boyfriend's bicycle, don't fuck with him. Bicycle? Just, yeah, his bicycle. <laughs> bicycle. <laughs> he was pedaling his bicycle. She's on the pegs. 
She had a she had she had a pretty modest death for somebody who flew off of a motorcycle and crashed into a goddamn uh, right. electric pole. She was very intact after oh. that. Very intact. Oh yes, exactly. That that was exactly yeah. my thought. Oh, that's she pretty good. much like, just like broke her back, and that was like <laughs> yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, it snapped yeah. her neck, and she died, as opposed to just being obliterated when she hit yeah. the pole. But... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, normally most people's faces and everything would not be like their her face hit it, and yeah, her so face see, would not Julie... even be there. Maybe I, Julie I, had some inner powers we don't know about anyways. Hmm. I've, I've made this this, uh, this uh, distinction earlier in our discussions. Physics is not very forgiving. Not at all. Mm-hmm. No, no, it does not. No. The, uh, the human flying. I mean, just don't. She's just well, grabbing his. Don't grabbing be grabbing him. While yeah, you're I mean, like. Flying down the street on a motorcycle. You just convinced him to leave his family for you. And then you're just fucking her right. Like, Julie, calm down for a second. Yeah, I like how she was like, you don't need a dad. I, you have me. Like, you don't yeah, need to get yourself killed. Yeah, I don't know what that really meant. <laughs> That's uh, what I was so, I was so pissed at Julie when she did. I was like, Julie, you fucking idiot. Yeah, that was the only time I was really upset with her. It's like, just chill out, dude. You got everything you want. Calm down. You're going to Seattle. Everything will be okay. You guys yeah, like, wait a second. Dad. Yeah. It'll be great. You guys could have had a fun five years before you realized you made a terrible mistake when you just did. <laughs> You're being pretty uh, are you? Are you five years. Are you guys slightly disappointed that we never got to revisit Julie and uh, Kurt's friends? Because they said they were going, yeah. uh, they were going to Club Club Kill, and I really wish we could have saw what Club Kill was. I, mean, I thought for true. sure they were going to like reunite, and then that's when the zombie like mass outbreak was going to start. That's that Camp, right. Camp Kill would have been good to see. I'm not going to argue that or Club Kill, whatever the fuck. Club it was Kill. Who names yeah. a Club Kill? Club kill. Stupid kid. Are, are, are we doing? And but the thing is, the way she said it, she said, "Are we doing club kill tonight?" So I was like, yeah. "Is it a club that they go to, or is that the club that they formed?" Uh, are we doing club kill know. tonight. Where where, where were they at, actually in this movie? Uh, well, they're on the question. beach at let's, one point. So out. I think maybe LA. That could have been. I mean, they're on the coast. They I'm were gonna, on the coast. I'm gonna guess it's California. It's gotta be California. Yeah. That's always fun. San Diego's got a lot of fucking uh, military bases. That's my guess. I'm trying to see yeah. where I'm trying to see where it's supposed to take place. And then place. Seattle wouldn't have been too far. For them also, to right, right around that same time uh, when the when the when you first introduced all the maybe? Oh. when you first introduced Sorry. all the military characters and they're going through the base like uh, Kurt's dad and whatnot. He he asked the guy. Uh, he says he he forgot his like. Uh, Little card. Yes, his ID. And instead of calling it uh, a card key, he call or instead of calling it a key card, he calls it a card key. And for okay. some reason, that really bothered me. <laughs> you know why it bothered you? Because the security is non-existent on this base. Well, no, no, that. No, that, no, 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 no. First the of all, these guys, the security card is so bothered me. so shitty. They don't even know what to call a key card. They call it card keys. That's how horrible the security is on this. That's base. how they trick. That's why that happened. When somebody's talking about key cards, you're like, ah, you're not from this base, are you? We used to call them card there's, keys. There's a question at the end of the movie where he asks, have you seen my kid? Everybody's seen your kid because he's walking all over the place. So, yeah, it, it, there's no security in this entire base. It's fucking they, horrible. It doesn't do make show, any sense. They do, at one point I wrote down, like, are there no cameras? And then they do show a camera, but I'm like, nobody's watching these cameras. because That, was, that, no, that saw... was the only camera. <laughs> that was the only camera. <laughs> Because nobody cared, and like you could just go in this military base and be like, "My dad works here," and they're like, "Okay, okay, and, go in, come on." Go and ahead, then, yeah. when, and then if if they really did check anybody in and out, they would have known that his dad is gone for the night. Yes, there you go. So when yeah. he comes back, they would be like, "Yeah, you can't come in. Your dad's gone." No, they're like, "Yeah, keep coming back in." All right, whatever. <laughs> Maybe his dad came back. Yeah, I mean, that bill. I mean, that military base sucks. That's great. Concerned <laughs> what they have inside there. I can't believe it. More protection, guys. They got one dummy walking around with a flashlight, and another dude who know. tells people to halt. Maybe we're looking at it. We're zombie. looking at, you know, well, we're looking at it with their 2020, 2020 police state vision. Maybe in the eighties, it was a little more like you just bring your dads to the tops. Your dads, that's hilarious. Your dads could bring your kids to the military bases and just very chill, yeah. relax, have a few donuts. Speaking of, like, maybe, I mean, maybe. 1993 was a different time. It really or, was. It was before War on Terror, before we thought, you know, before you had to take off your shoes at the airport. I mean, well, the on, reason security they were, changed. The reason they were trying to do all these zombies was for the war on drugs. They were trying to oh, get... Oh, yeah, dude. Free. That was a wild statement. That, yeah, it's like... 
You guys, how much well, money do you want to waste? Also, what was the plan? What was what was the the outcome you guys wanted from I, that plan? I think at the end when we saw what they did to Riverman, I think they saw how they're going to solve the drug problem. Uh, oh my god! I don't even know yeah, with their meat batteries. Yeah. Oh it's yeah. A good meat, plan. Oh, was, it's a good plan. A great, great, great term. Meat batteries. It's a great plan. They By the way, they, oh man. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to say they might have wanted to work in some more some better controlling mechanisms. A little yeah, bit. Yeah. They. There was no control. There was no security. Protocol I get using just like fucking a suggestion in this goddamn base. Yeah, well, I get using their magical like toxic gas to make meat batteries that power mechanical beings. That's fucked up and scary. That's horrifying. And Earth they make them haunt my dreams. They well, make that, them weird. Wear weird like uh, like suspender thong dude, things that look like Sean Connery oh, wore. Sean Connery, Zardoz. yes, that's what I thought too. He looked exactly <laughs> like that. He did. I wrote that down. Yeah. What the hell? It's very okay. weird. You have these dangerous, powerful zombies, and they're secured in a barrel with like little latches. That's it. That's it. Piece of yeah, case. it's just latches. They just come up, pop, pop. Yeah, it'd be well, you know. It was even worse in the other movie. It was just it, in the other movies. It was just a wheel. It's just a wheel on the top of the thing. Yeah. Literally, a child broke one open in the second one. That's how it gets open. Like it's just. It's not. It's not a good system. No, it's 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 a horrible horrible system. Um, it's it's probably one of the most dangerous things next to the nuclear weapon, and it's just the most lax system of security I've ever seen. Oh yeah. But then, like, why did so when Scott and his, and Julie go to the base the first time? Why were they there? I thought they were going there to see his dad, uh, and all of a sudden they just started sneaking around. I think and I'm like. No, because Julie just wanted to see weird secrets, I think. She's just an ex. Yeah, she, Julie and Kurt, she's yeah. just a very, very Julie, sneaky girl. Julie has had some to get her, sort of. She has some, some sort yeah. of like uh, obsession ex- with death, I think. She's an ex- exhibitionist. Well, she. You know what? I'll, I noticed she's wearing a German Iron Cross. And then a German skull and crossbones, which are definitely associated with Nazis nowadays more than anything. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's right. Yeah, they, that's true. I mean, she that's drops true. she drops the Iron Cross on the top of that uh, little shed, the zombie shed, mm-hmm. and that's they almost get discovered. I, and then she's talking about the dead body while they're having sex, and obviously the kid freaks out. Who the fuck wants to talk about that while you're doing he's, it? What the fuck? Like, Literally, what? I can only think of one other one other person, and it would be the character Trash. In the first Return of the Living Dead, where she decides to strip naked in the graveyard, because she's just like sitting on, uh, she's just sitting in the graveyard next to the one dude, and she's like, "Do you ever just think about dying? What it feels like? Yeah, you're just it's hilarious. Off, and it's she just so gets funny. naked and starts dancing and everything. It's so uh, funny. That? I don't even it's know. So funny. It is one of the funniest scenes in that movie, and you know it makes for a good zombie later on when she becomes a zombie. But um, it's just like that. The, Julie in this movie reminded me of Trash from the first movie, where she's like this weird. But also, Julie was like the ultimate like Gen Xer, right? That's like what her character was supposed to be. Like I'm the most Gen X. Like she's I'm pretty into, fucking like, cool. Weird, weird, edgy shit, and like you know, I wear you know leather jacket. I don't know. She was. They really tried hard to make her like the ultimate Gen Xer with the piercings at the head. And everything, I felt like that was like uh, trying really hard to to make sure that they that this movie screamed Gen X. Yeah, I found a Which picture of her fine. of her in her leather jacket, and yeah, you, they see the a lot of skulls and crossbones that are very, um, you know, circa nineteen thirties Germany esque. Well, they're associated with that now, but they're very very old German relics, I guess. Well, the, the German cross has always been the German cross, but there's skulls and crossbones. I mean, that's, that's no, they, they, they've they they've been they've, part of the, the German, German Empire yeah. since Prussia. Yeah, then they oh, stole yeah. it. Prussians were... Just like they stole the fucking swastika. They stole it from the Hindus. Well, I mean, if, it would make sense fucking... that those bad... It would make sense that for their national identity, they'd go with their symbols, and they just they just had skulls and crossbones in. You know what the worst thing about Hitler is? He just ruined all the cool stuff about Germany. Yep, that's I mean... the worst thing. I don't know if you want to... Say, <laughs> that's your quote. That's a quote, isn't it? I mean, no, don't quote me on that. Well, you just said it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, you just said it. Oh my god. 
right. Well, um, did, did, didn't you think that Julie, like <laughs> the way Julie was, don't you think she'd maybe be into like, I figured she'd be into like a little bit more heavy music. But uh, what they were listening yeah, to was this like British. They were listening to this British alt rock group because uh, they really focused on the CD for a second. They really wanted you to remember the name of that band, uh, Claytown Troop. Awesome. The name of the, and it's an it's a '90s um, like English alt rock band. I'm trying to remember. It reminded me of something else that was obviously just totally out of character for the two of them. I thought. I can't remember what. I guess this band At does have moment. some like goth rock, alt goth stuff, mm-hmm. but essentially they they're just like an, kids, they're just, they? They're just like an all like <laughs> alt rock. No, but I'm just saying it could like go into like the, you know, like her death stuff and whatever that she's into. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, basically it just uh, they're just an alt rock band that it still exists they still uh they still exist to this day so you can go if you when uh, concerts come back or whatever you can go to, uh, check out clay clay claytown troop well i think let's all do that the three of us it's on the list it's on the list and then we'll say hey we saw you in that super hot sex scene in uh return of the living dead three and the, the album they were listening to was wanted it all interesting uh yeah I was like, yeah, I want. She, Julie wanted all, all that dick. All right, man. She wanted all what? that dead dick, dude. That's all she was all about. Yeah, she probably, she probably got like super wet when she saw that zombie guy in that like uh, Zardoz thong thing. Oh, she's, I bet. She's probably like, oh my god, Kurt, well, let's Kurt, let's go home and fuck. I saw this zombie. That's, yeah, like, that's literally what happened. That's, so, I yeah. think that's what happened. She man. ran yeah, home and she fucked Kurt. And she she's like that was talk incredible. about dead bodies, and Kurt was obviously turned off, and she didn't understand why. She she's she like, needs one of those. Like uh, she needs one of those like uh one of those dildos you that like look like a zombie penis, and you can like put it in like the refrigerator, so if it's all like all cold. Okay, first of all, what the why, fuck yeah, are you go- talking about? Second of all, <laughs> yeah, yeah, why it's a real you thing. Know about it? <laughs> yeah, I want to know why it's on your radar. Why are you looking up <laughs> zombie dicks? Rose why are you doing in. that? Zombie. I mean, whatever, whatever makes you happy is fine. Yeah, no, dude. I remember. I remember it was I'm like not, a thing that they were I'm like just surprised. Putting, <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm just surprised. Yeah, I remember they were. It was like a thing. I remember it was like on Reddit or something, and it was like mm-hmm. a, they were trying to promote it with like cross promote it with something else, some other. Wow, dude, it, look at this thing. I, okay. Well, I don't oh my like. God, what are you doing? This is what I found: flashlight freaks, zombie Frankenstein, vampire cyborg sex toys. And it is a really creepy, gross. Ugh, God, these dicks. Well, are if it's yuck. a flashlight, then it's like the oh mouth of like a no, 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 zombie. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a flesh, a flashlight dildo. And then there's a flashlight pussy. I guess you can fuck the pussy with the dildo. I guess. I don't know what's you just going sit there on. Like, you just sit there like putting it in there, like there's laughing. There's a zombie I guess. one. There's a Drac one. It's Dracula. It's the one. It's colored like blood. There's a Frankenstein one. Oh, you know, you know how I found. You know how I know about the one. about the dildo thing. This harkens back to way back to our XTDX days, uh, Nick. Uh, one at one point, somebody, possibly Cody or Anime Dan, maybe when he's on there or something. Um, he read an article about twi- when Twilight was big because that's when Twilight was big, and you could get these dildos that were like Twilight dildos where you would put them in the fridge and they were supposed to be like cold, <laughs> like dead, that's terrifying like, vampire dicks or whatever. Let me guys, let me tell you guys about the new um flashlights. It's Return of the Freaks. There's a Predator one with teeth, there's a Dracula one with it's blood colored, a zombie lady, a hunchback one. Oh my god. With a like hunchback a, fleshlight? A, How does that... It's, hunch, it's got like a hunchback clit. A giant hunchback clit. <laughs> oh, man. What are we doing? Uh, we're I don't even know. Dumb, dumb. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, this we is talking about Julie's one. fetish. And... Why would you buy this and fuck it? This doesn't make sense. There's a Reaper one with a bunch of circle teeth. I don't even know what's going on. There's a double one, dude. There's like a side-side <laughs> pussy. Ugh. Oh, there's dude. wieners, too. Just like, just like Julie, uh, you know, everybody's into bad. something. Julie was into this. Julie, if she was around still now, she'd be into all this stuff. Yeah, I would say the cyborg one would be her thing. This one looks really pleasurable. I feel like the zombie one would be her thing. You think so? I don't know, man. I'm I mean, this... didn't we just talk about how she saw a zombie and wanted to go home and fuck? I mean, I feel like that's her thing, a zombie. 
Eh, the zombie dildo just seems rotted. That's she's, about it. She's, she stopped having sex with her boyfriend to be like, yeah, what about that dead guy? She didn't stop having sex. He was like, all right, we're done having sex right now. Yeah, but she just wanted to talk about it in the middle of it. I think it's kind of... Uh... Also, speaking of the sex scene, oh, that marks a... Uh... Shouldn't even have a little siren go off whenever we talk about this. Uh, a little 17 minutes in is our is our boob, boob mark okay. right there. <laughs> The Here's movie. the boob mark. Boo, 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 boo. Is that good? You guys like that? Do I like that? It's one way to put it. Corey likes one way it. To put Corey it. likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I didn't know what I was expecting. That's one way to phrase it. That's one way to phrase how I feel about that. That is quite the way to word that. <laughs> I didn't know what I was I don't know what I was expecting, but well, it wasn't there. You try. <laughs> You asked for it, and I presented it. I'm sorry. I mean, I didn't ask for anybody to do it. I just said maybe I, I should add one in as like a joke. I didn't. Nah, uh, you kind of insinuated it. But now, I'll, now I'm going to take that sound clip and just reuse it over and over again. Awesome. Um, <laughs> Mission accomplished. Mission accomplished. Uh, but I, yeah, I didn't realize. Uh, obviously, you know, I do kind of like. Uh, just a little disappointed in the cover for this. Uh, you know, it gives away what Julia ends up looking like. There's yeah. no other poster for this movie. It's literally that's the poster for this movie. Yeah, right. But yeah, that's that the post. But how it's an it's an iconic image just by existing. It really I'll is. I mean, like, I saw it over and over again at the video store. Girl, I'll up. say it's not a spoiler it, because I thought she was gonna like transform into that. Literally, I didn't think she was gonna like manipulate her body to look. Yeah, like that. she just went. Yeah, which she just that went was way in. more. Woo-hoo. It was intense, and man. It was intense. intense. She pierced she's, everything, including her nipples that previously were not pierced. Yeah, when she pulls the chain, like the like the yeah, cube through, her, through skin. her skin, her yeah. skin and her neck. Oh, that was tough. That was rough. There was a lot of moments in this where, like, ah, yeah, the gore was like, oh, like it made you cringe. And oh, if you think that you would feel it, if you think that's bad, you there, there's like an uncut. Well, there might have been an uncut version at some point in time. But all, all the stuff on the cutting room floor that uh, Brian Yuzna had to cut out mm-hmm. was like, like almost like an hour's worth of f- footage. A lot of it being gore and like more, more Julie. There was like a lot yeah. more of her in that like final form. I'm sure. And um, he just didn't. They didn't allow him. Basically, like the movie would have been rated X because he had so much blood and gore. Oh, and, like, wow. Obviously, right. The guy did has been in, was involved in Reanimator and Society, uh, so it's like you know they, he you know he knows what he's like doing and everything. So is that still a rating rating rated X? Do they give that to anything? I have no idea. Nobody. Oh, uh, it was originally. Given I don't to know. Ro- it was originally given to RoboCop. Oh, was it? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, RoboCop. Is, I mean, is is old. Is it still? Does it still exist? Like the rating? Does it still get used? Like, what was the the rating? Yeah, what was the I'm last rated X? Last rated X movie? I don't know. RoboCop was initially, but then they obviously took stuff out. But then you can buy that rated X version. Um, is it awesome? And it, the rated X version of RoboCop? Yeah, I have it. It's pretty ridiculous. There's just a lot more blood. It's just a lot more blood. Oh, yeah. Like that scene where that guy gets lit up by Ed Two Hundred Nine. Yes. It just okay, keeps going. <laughs> It's already ridiculous. It just keeps like the guy's body is like disintegrating. There's blood, blood, blood. It's ridiculous. It's so excessive already. Yeah, I know. And it's even more excessive. It's just ridiculous. Like, how could you make that scene any more excessive? But they did. And everyone's just watching him as his robots blowing this man apart. <laughs> it's so much. It is it's ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, you know what's funny uh. is that um, according to the director. Um, he they they were originally going to make this movie slightly more comedic, but Trimark, who ended up getting the rights to the name, um, did not want the movie to be have any sort of comedic elements or any actors from the first two movies. I mean, that's a that's a weird choice. I think it works. I mean, com, com, the uh, the comedic stuff would have made it, you know, it could have been more fun. It might have even made it even more incredible. I like what they did, but I can't argue. I mean, you know. We would not, I don't get to watch that movie, so I don't know if it would have worked out better or not. Yeah, and then Julie's her final that final zombie look took eight hours to apply that. Poor, makeup. poor Julie, oh, wow. that poor actress. They oh, ultimately, they ultimately they like a couple days. 
they ultimately got it down to five hours. Fuck. Once they like got it, but right. yeah, and it took a yeah. hundred different pieces. There's a hundred different pieces on her. It looks it fun. Looks Even... so, it looks so complicated. I was afraid to watch it move, but it's gonna fall apart. Even the after makeup looked cool, like where she just had like holes in her. That yeah. looked great too. That looked natural. The, the worst one for me was her fingers. They had like. Yeah, yeah the, I can't. The pieces of metal going through the tips of her fingers. Ooh. And they didn't even really show that, but like just they show her with them in her fingers hurt me. Well, that just all the, gla- all the glass out of everywhere. I had to just like turn off my body, like not empathizing with how this feels. It's off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It really it, it makes you recoil real hard. And I was like, oh, man. Um. Also, I was, re- you know, I was talking about before, the, you know, the, how this movie is like kind of like in name only. And Brian Usna, he wanted to name this something else. Uh, what, he what, wanted. To, what did he want to name it? He um, he had suggested the title Kurt and Julie, um, and but then the other one was Mortal Zombie, and that's actually what it's called in some places in Europe. Oh, Mortal yeah. Zombie is a good name. I like that. Yeah, I mean, but I obviously there. the studio was like, "No, we have this property name. We're slapping this property name on it. We, I don't. But, we, we don't. But we don't they've know already committed it. to use. They've, they've already committed to using the gas and linking it to the past. Right, things. right, right. So like, I think he was that. just. I think because he's like a, you know, he's like a, he's a creative guy. So I think he just yeah, wanted he didn't want it to, to be, be a third. Right, I get yeah, it. Yeah, he wanted it to be his own thing. But then I guess eventually, after making it, he wanted to make a fourth. He wanted to make a fourth one, and he had an idea where like the zombies would like escape the, you know, military base, and they're like running amok in Los Angeles and everything. But he uh, never got the chance to make that. He went on to make some other stuff. So uh, and then they ended up not making a sequel to this for a long time. There, because there is a fourth. There is a fourth Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, it's called Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, and it was in two thousand five. Rave to the oh wow, that is long. Did uh did this movie come out in theaters? That's a good question. I do not know. It says box office, but the box office is so low that I have a feeling. Pretty limited. That it had to have had Maybe a limited release. After. It was probably just for video. It could even yeah, yeah it could have been after the release. That yeah, the theaters. box office the box office numbers are I mean, even the box office numbers for the second one were really low and that was yeah. released in theaters. Um but um so I have to imagine this was a direct this was a video hit. Like well not hit, but like it was like, you know, that's where they're Oh man, it got rented. You know, you know, oh, people yeah. got pumped about this. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it was just like, you know, it was the 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 cover art alone. I mean, that's why why so many people rented movies. You know what I mean? They would just look at yeah. the cover. Yeah. Not maybe sometimes they don't even read the back. But then this just is, be like, okay, this is, this like is what super I'm super nineties cover for a horror film too. It's real good. If it, oh, it yeah. plays into all the tropes. Sexy chick with blood and spikes poking out of her head. Yeah, that like late 80s, early 90s. It, it, you know, it also reminds me of um, Night of the Demons. If yeah, you that com- look up that comes up look, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up that cover, Literally. it reminds me of, of, of that one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, very much so. So uh, right along, you know, chick on the front, gross, t- grotesque looking evil chick. It's kind of like the, the the theme going on there. And there was like a lot of covers, I feel like, that followed that same trope. Either that or like a sexy chick or something on there instead. Which sexy, is like, scary girl? Not even like scary. Just like, here's a sexy girl. This You know you know what you're getting out of this movie. And there's going to yeah. be boobs and blood and murder and stuff like that. Oh, so. man. I do love blubs and blubs. Blubs, <laughs> blood, you English, English over there. Blood, boobs, and murder. <laughs> so I'm gonna call them from now on. Blubs. Then why did you start? Why did you start with dildos before you went dildos, blubs? <laughs> no, I said I, I love blubs. I didn't say I love dildos, blubs, and murder. I don't love dildo. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what's I, going on. I also didn't say I love dildos. <laughs> I just alluded to dildos before with those weird flashlights. <laughs> Maybe that's why you said it. 
Um, by the way, when the Riverman said what his name was, how hard did you laugh? Because I laughed really hard when he was like, "Call me no, Riverman." No, this is what I. I thought he was like a hobo but... blade. He's carrying around a sword, isn't he? A, a sword and a kendo stick. He's incredible. And when I heard his name, <laughs> I did this. I go, I just sit back and go. I mean, he's on the river. Man. He's watching the river. <laughs> it made just sense. Call me Riverman. But immediately, I just thought, just like, he's like a hobo blade. River man. Well, he's definitely seen a lot of stuff and been through a lot of shit in his life because he's definitely a crazy person. Uh, oh, he's, he's... You, know, you know what I was upset about him? He gave him the coin to give to another person, and then he gave it back to him. I thought, like, that guy that he was going to give the coin to was going to be, like, the turning point in the movie. And that guy was never presented, and I was very disappointed. <laughs> and then he gave it back to him as a fucking cyborg zombie. It was so. It was like, what? What's going on? What? Which once again, the security at that facility is just like atrocious. It's so bad. There's no precautions taken at all. It's all. It's you know what? They everything that happened, they deserved. They got what they asked for. Uh, did you know that Riverman was on an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation? As to episode, let me watch I don't, it tonight. I don't know what episode he was a Klingon guard. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. fucking he does badass. Look like a um, For being a crazy person, though, he definitely had a pretty cool lair. His lair, you know, what it reminded me of um, in Future Man. Corey Wolfhart. Remember when he's living in the sewer for a while? It reminded yep. me of his lair. Yeah, I, I could, I could see that definitely. Yep. He's, uh, he's the uh, zombie killer, Corey Wolfhart. A slightly less crazy person. Eh, it depends on which <laughs> part of the show you're watching. Corey Wolford's a crazy person, but Riverman was way more of a crazy person. I saw a river swallow three men in New Orleans. <laughs> he might have. You don't know. This crazy lady's walking around with fucking needles I think... poking out of their fingers. That could happen. Riverman is so cool. Yeah, he was a cool guy, but he was just... He's definitely a crazy person. A crazy Corey, in this man. in this universe, you cannot legitimize the craziness of a person. Don't you? Yeah, don't you? Um, don't you wish you went by a cool name like Riverman? Riverman Corey. No, I wouldn't be Riverman Corey. Just Riverman. Yeah, what kind of man would River you man? want? Well, yeah, Riverman's kind of man taken, so you have to pick something else. Yeah, what, what other kind of what kind of other kind of man could you be? Because Riverman is a pretty cool name. Corey would be Burb Man. Because he lives in the Burb, Burbs. Burb Man. No, I don't like that. that. Burb life. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I think <laughs> I like it. The more you don't like it, the more I like it. All right, Burb Man. <laughs> uh, I was also hoping for something different, but oh well. That's all, yeah, that was the first thing off the top of my head. I don't know. Do you like to be outside? Are you Nature Man? Can't be Nature no. Man. River Man could be part of the nature. Although maybe he was in mon- the maybe, maybe Monster Man. You don't get to really be a monster, monster, man. Not a monster at all. Yeah, you don't get to be a monster. You could be a baby monster, you are. man. Baby you monster, a... man. All right, this is a bad game. Or maybe, oh. uh, maybe it'll be Creek Man. You don't. What? Why though? Why would you be Creek Man? Oh, you're you from. Like you have to be. You're from. You're from this area. You're a Crick Man. All right. I was gonna say Crick. I was gonna say that too. Crick Man. What you about Bluff Man? Yourself. Didn't you used to pronounce it? You pronounce it the real human way. Bluff? Did you not? What's up? Did you not grow bluff up man? off of a bluff? Yeah. You oh, bluff man. bluff man. I like. I that. think these I are like all horrible. Man. I think these are all horrible. <laughs> well, we're trying. <laughs> Just we're not gonna lie. I think about these them. are all. These are all. You awful. had no good suggestions. I gave you a chance to name yourself, and you. Yeah, no, you I don't. Said, I don't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't have any good suggestions. I don't know why you creek man. You don't live by a creek. Why? Why would you pick that? Because I like, I, mean, uh, I, I like, like creeks. He likes yeah. creeks. I, you don't have any interest in creeks. You've never talked about them. This is bullshit. This is a Dude, part. You, you don't know how many. You know you how are. Many... You know what you are. You're a farce man. Because you are a farce. You don't know how many creeks I, like I hang it. out at. I do uh, know, and it's fucking zero. It's, yeah, probably. No, we were zero. we were just on the one trails over here, and I was hanging out in the creeks. The one You're hanging out hanging in the, the creek. creeks. We were rolling around in the fucking bank of the creek. You're so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, well, we walked off the path and uh, onto, along the creek. 
The crick. Were you splashing the crick? Did you have to, Did you have to train yourself not to say crick? Because I had to. <laughs> no, I like saying crick. It's fun. I had a, I, I had to switch it in my head to creek. I would always call it a crick. And then for some that? point, I got made fun of. And I was like, well, fuck you. Now it's a creek. Who made fun of you for that? Somebody the people around who here? Thought, somebody who they were better than who they are. I don't know who it was. Okay, yeah, that's exactly the people that made fun of you for that. Because I'm sure. Rick around here. It's silly. I know, that's what I, I know, but that's... Can't be bringing that crook talk to other parts of the country. Either you guys Corey. Creek. How about that? Crickman Corey. Well, this is a weird talk about creeks that I think is fun, but I think it should probably come to a halt. <laughs> no, yeah, I think about... it... <laughs> no, no I think talk. it definitely needs... I think it uh, definitely needs Let me look up the to, history uh... of the crick. <laughs> oh, the word crick. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. You're not doing we're not we're not That's talking so about the history of, Um by the way, did, That's did, pure did, madness. Real quick before before we're done talking about uh, Return of the Living Dead 3, did you catch that the the main guys the main guy's name was Kurt and he wanted to go to Seattle to start a rock band? Oh, I didn't catch that. But great, great connection there. Shit. What's yeah. that mean? How the fuck did we miss that? Means he's gonna oh. put a shotgun in his mouth later. No, well he <laughs> sets him, he lets himself get caught on fire. He damn near did. Yeah. Well, there you go. He committed suicide, dude. Oh, oh my gosh. The circle Which is, is complete. The circle is complete. Never mind. Yep. But like, oh, I like the know. fact that it was a. It's it's kind of a. It's a. It's a one and done. Like the story is a self-contained story about Kurt and Julie. And then they go through their adventure. Julie dies. He tries to bring her back to life. And they, they're together forever. And they say, instead of trying to run off, like, Kurt knows that, like, this isn't going to end well for either of us. So we got we to gotta put an end to ourselves here. And well, he that does. kind of thing, too, was it like a fucking uh, offshoot of Romeo and Juliet? Julie. I mean, they, yeah. could, you could do it that he wanted to call it together Julie. for their love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. So yeah. romantic. What a romantic zombie film. I mean, it's it's not a bad one. I'll take oh, it. Good. It was a good movie. It was I'll uh, take it. It was better than silly. I thought it was gonna be. It involved yeah. it, it it had it had it um and maybe that's where some of my deep love comes from it that I felt tonight. It impressed me more than I thought it would. So I mean because yeah. I wasn't setting the bar Same. super str- extremely high. <laughs> but even if it wasn't if my bar was set higher, as far as what a zombie movie can give me, I think it's still still a good one. It's probably up to yeah. I'm sure there's I, uh, plenty of worse I, I did, zombie. I did find one um one intriguing uh review here that I uh I want to read for for everybody. It's a 10 out of 10 review for this film. Uh the post is called Interesting Movie, but they spelled movie M-O-I-V-E, Moive. Uh, <laughs> My favorite uh, iteration of the spelling of movie. Um, uh, I came home last night to find my son watching Return of the Living Dead 3. Uh, this was in 2003, by the way. Uh, after a few glimpses of go- of the gore, I immediately shut it off and confiscated the DVD. He was very upset with me and told me that it was his favorite movie and that he'd already seen it ten times. I'll have a word with his best friend's parents tomorrow for allowing this to happen. After we went to bed, I had trouble sleeping and... Being the closet horror fan I am, ended up watching the movie twice. Return of the Living Dead 3 seems to fall to the shroud of a long line of B-horror films I remember from that that period of time. Warlock, Hellraisers, Dead Alive, Friday the 13th, Part Whatever, and so on. As a Living Dead movie, it holds its own by incorporating the franchise respectably. But Return of the Living Dead 3 has its merits stand on its own. Most notably, the departure from standard horror formula and taking some risks. Rather than camp it up too much for the filmmakers attempted to bring the trioxon, they spelled the trioxon wrong, uh, brain-eating fair down-to-earth, pitting star-crossed lovers versus zombies. No matter what you may think of the film, you have to admire the risk. This is a really love-it-or-hate-it film, I suppose. Judging by the reviews that I've read, it holds true. The director is effective with his obviously very limited budget. I was disappointed with some of the special effects considering the money his team <laughs> did have probably nice. went all went in that direction. I mean, this, there's a lot. There's a lot of effects in this film. Yeah. That, <laughs> that looks very, it looks expensive. There's a lot going on. Yeah. 
yeah, definitely. Uh, to to chastise them for that was silly. I don't think that guy understands what it takes to make a zombie look like that because that takes oh, some effort, guys. Yeah, it takes a lot they, of goddamn also, time and a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, they also ended it by saying, overall, it was a nice change of pace from the standard run-of-the-mill Splatterfest. A golf clap for those responsible for making Return of the Living Dead 3 uh, in B-Horror B- Movie Land. Who knew my teenage son had good taste? I love how this started off, though, by he confiscated this from his teenage son. Or yeah, this guy's a horrible father. He sucks. Yeah, and how old is his teenage son? Is he, like, 13? Because if he's, like, 14 like- or 15, like, leave him alone. I like how his kid has watched this movie ten times. He owns the DVD, but he's gonna fucking blame a, a friend's parents for his fucking lack of responsibility. <laughs> what a dick! Well done for a film that he also enjoys. Right. <laughs> well, he didn't know he enjoyed it until he couldn't sleep, and then that was driving him nuts. That he he could you know it was like in the back of his head he could see it over there on the on the I mantle. You're like, oh, oh, what is this? What was my kid watching this blood fest? I got to see what this horror shit show is. People like this make me think people should be <laughs> licensed to fucking have a kid. <laughs> uh, well, maybe, maybe, well, we don't know the fate of that man, so we don't know what's going on with him today. When are you, when are you going to show this movie to your uh, child? Uh, tomorrow. 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 We actually watched it together. We watched oh, did you? Yeah, we watched <laughs> it so he's already seen it. It's okay. I'm not gonna. Act, I'm not. I'm not gonna confiscate it from him. Uh, but so next week on the podcast too, uh, to kind of close out our uh, our uh, month long spooktacular here on the B movie breakdown, we're watching yet another third film. Uh, oh, threes! It's the, it's the world of threes. Then I gotta um, watch three films to watch one film. Great. <laughs> It's uh well I'm sure you've probably seen the original and that's all you need to see uh, in this case uh if you've not seen the original I'd be surprised and why not go go for it and uh, but uh, but apparently this you do not need to see the second one whatsoever as it only ties to the first movie and uh, the film I'm talking about is William Peter Blatty's The Exorcist Three. Oh no, Damn. I've definitely Scary. seen the first one. Yeah, so the, the Exorcist 3, it skips over the events of the heretic uh, Exorcist 2. And uh, actually, the, William Peter Blatty is the guy who wrote the book The Exorcist. The first oh, one. what? And he directed this movie. Uh, the original director of the first movie was supposed to direct this, and then he dropped out. And then, then, then he, William Peter Blatty went on to write a book called Legion, which ended up being the basis for this movie, and then they told him, like, hey, we want you to direct this movie. Uh, but there's an interesting uh, little uh, situation here is that there is the theatrical version, and I, so there's when you go on Prime Video, there's two versions. Weird. I don't know, I don't know which oh, is which, but Shout, Shout Factory, Scream Factory did release a... Um, they pulled together all this old footage like they tend to do sometimes and put together a director's cut of this movie. And they released both of them. So when you go on Amazon Prime, they're both listed. Um, uh-huh. There's two, there's, well, there's, they're not both listed. There's two, this is Exorcist 3 twice. And it's definitely provided by Scream Factory. But there's one that says 1990, and there's one that says 2016. So I have to imagine the, 2000, the 2016 one is the director's cut. You'd hope so. So you want us to watch that one? So I'm going to ask you, do we want to watch the director's cut, which apparently is supposed to be like the real vision that, that they got him yeah, to come that. back. And, yeah, I want to watch that. Um, no, no so if we, can, if we can, if that's what we're going to in fact watch. We, don't, we won't know, though. We won't know. We don't, we've never seen, I've never seen this movie, so I don't. Yeah, are they the well, same length though? Because like, I mean, you can look up the time lengths. The timestamps for both aren't they going to be different? Just to make sure. Yeah, if it's five hours long, I would rather watch the uh, original version. Well, yeah, if it's five hours, so would I. But I don't think it's going to be five hours. It could be ten. It could be twenty. We could be. We we might have to it's start true. watching right now. All those twenty-hour movies I've watched in my life. You're right. This could very well be one of them. I've seen so many. I know. Well. I'm glad you dedicated yourself um, to There's not that. much of a difference in runtime, but I don't think that's the case. I think that that's how it was. I think that they just re... 
edited the movie. You know, they, they, re, they yeah. put stuff in and re-spliced it and re-edited the movie. So we'll I just watch the one that says director. 2016 and we'll see what happens. We'll never... Um, maybe I'll do some further research into the original version and see if there we didn't see some certain things or saw certain things. So, um... So right, well, we'll, let's... We'll, too bad there's not three versions, so we could all randomly pick some. <laughs> and we, uh, could all watch different movies. Four versions, that'd be way better. That'd be the... Well, that, that's what we could do from Blaine Rudder. Original Blade yeah. Runner, we, we each just watch oh, a version. There might be more than that. I know. Yeah, there Jesus. There's like five uh, or six, I think. <laughs> I will say that I am definitely excited to watch Exorcist 3, mainly because Brad Dorif is in it. And Brad Dorif, uh, most famously, is the voice of Chucky in the Child's Play movies. But anytime he's in oh, a movie, he is a, he is a fantastic actor. I, I thoroughly enjoy him in, in so many movies that, that he's actually been in. He's great as Chucky as well. well. That makes sense, yeah. I mean... Uh, but he is—he's a fantastic actor that I feel like doesn't get in. Uh, you know, he's the voice of Chucky, and that's you know that's his legacy. But he definitely is is great in in a number of movies. So I would say it's harder to portray yourself as an actor over voice acting. So the transfer from like voice acting to live action has got to be pretty pretty uh, seamless. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, next week on the podcast, another third, The Exorcist Three. We'll, we'll see what's going on there. We're gonna watch the one that says, if you're gonna watch it as well, we're gonna watch the one that says 2016 on uh, Prime Video, not the one that says 1990. So we'll we'll see if we if we get that um, beloved uh, director's cut or not. So it'll, it'll be interesting to to see how this how and how it relates to the original movie as well. So uh, for B movie breakdown, I'm Corey. That's Nick. That's Pat. And come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst.